This one has been a long time in the making and tell you the truth, I've sat down a couple of times over the last month and I've tried to get this one over the line but just various things kept on happening. Uh, most of them resulting from just the kind of like long-term exhaustion from being on the road a lot with the band. Um, but I'm finally here. It's Christmas Day 2023 and I'm happy that I'm finally getting a chance to sit down and record this episode. And it's quite fitting that I'm getting to record on Christmas Day because as many of you will know, Christmas Day was Shane McGowan's birthday. He would have been 66 today had he not passed away, sadly, on the 30th of November. So I want to dedicate this entire show to him and I want to play a couple of Pogues tracks that I really love but also just talk a little bit about the man and his music and what it meant to me. I have like I have memories of the Pogues music going right back to the 1980s when Fairy Tale of New York first came out. I remember watching it on the telly um, around Christmas time with all my aunties and uncles in the house and I remember my aunties being like, ah oh, Jesus, the state of his teeth. <laughs> and I remember like I remember my uncle singing the Irish Rover at a, a family party and even at that stage being aware that it was the Pogues and the Dubliners that he had learned it from. Um, so little things like that, I just remember them being around and having an awareness of the band and their music and there being a certain kind of vibe around the band. I read an article by Paul Dwan a day or two after Shane died where he talked about how to him... The, the band had this kind of like toughness about them. He said they looked like lads you would see outside the bookies. And I had a, a similar thing. Well, to me, they looked like when I'd look through old photograph albums and see pictures of like my granda drunk with his mates back in the 70s or whatever, like just old grainy photographs. They had that look, even the, the facial structures of the band members. They looked like people you would see in old photographs. And that was a kind of vibe that to me spread out into the music. It was like, it was like almost like a ghostly kind of music it contained the ghosts of Irish tunes. Like they were there in ethereal form. It's not like Shane was just taking an Irish tune, but it was like almost like songs and tunes half remembered, like a hazy half remembered childhood. And I think in some of Shane's best lyrics, he was able to conjure up this kind of hazy nostalgia. So it was there, it was something that permeated the band. I mean, it was a band that obviously meant so much to so many different people and pinning it all down was like Shane's amazing songwriting, um, his evocative lyric writing, his ability to just write absolute bangers of tunes. Um, it wasn't until I was living in England, I think, when I was 19, I moved over to London, that I really started connecting with the music of the Pogues. Not at least because they were singing about um, like streets in London, singing about the Irish in London, but just also for like a feeling of home, a feeling of nostalgia. Um, something that their music carried in a very strong way like you know I remember getting drunk and crying to fairy tale in New York I still it still fucking gets me every time as like overplayed as it is on Irish radio I know so many people hate the song but literally when I sing it or when I hear it I cannot stop myself from tearing up and one of the top moments of like I mean, Lancome have done lots of great stuff at this stage, but one of my top moments of being in the band was being at Shane's 60th birthday, being in the room, particularly when Nick Cave sang Summer in Siam, 
and Shane was ushered on stage and Nick Cave put his arm around Shane and they were both singing together and it was one of the most emotional experiences I've had like ever not even within the music world but just ever it was really something else so it was such a great honour to be asked to come and perform with Lancome at that so that was six years ago at this stage which was quite amazing but I want to play a couple of songs just in honour of the man and in honour of the most amazing songwriter that he was and the first one I played there is one of my favourites absolute punk banger the boys from County Hill so that was from Red Roses for me which came out in 1984 the band's first album and a review of it in Melody Maker at the time stated that the quality of their music, even the very nature of it, is strangely irrelevant. What's important is their existence at all. For the Pogues are a gesture, a particularly bloody two-fingered one aimed at all things considered current and fashionable in 1984. Theirs is a gut reaction to traditional music, and with it comes all of the motion, intensity and vigour that has largely been lost to these songs since the early days of the folk revival in the 60s. I'm sure there are some listeners who would disagree with that. But um, next up I want to play the song that we covered at Shane's birthday and one of the earliest apparently that Shane wrote for the Pogues. It's called The Old Main Drag and I think within it you can sense a great empathy for the homeless and the destitute. And there's plenty of reports of him in the early days of the Pogue success, particularly wandering the streets drunk and pulling out wads of notes and giving them to people begging. Um, but this is the Pogues, obviously, with the old main drag. But I soon ended up upon the old main drag There the he-males and the she-males Paraded in style And the old men with the money Would flash you a smile In the dark of an alley You would work for a five For a swift one up the wrist Down on the old main drag in the cold winds and nights, the old town was chill. But there were boys in the cafes who'd give you cheap pills. If you didn't have the money, you'd cajole and you'd beg. There was always lots of chewing all on the old main drag. One evening as I was lying down in Leicester Square I was picked up by the coppers and kicked in the balls Between the metal doors at Vine Street I was beaten and mauled And I ruined my good looks for the old main drag In the tube station the old ones who were on the way out were dribble and vomit and gravel and 
shout And the coppers would come along and push them about And I wished I could escape from the old main drag And now I am lying here, I have had too much booze I've been spat on and shut on and raped and abused I know that I am dying and I wish I could beg For some money to take me from the old main track What do you think of, of the whole business of treating the songs differently that's, you know, come up in the last 20 years, people using accompaniment, singing songs with the... Well, first of all, with simple instrumental accompaniment, like, say, in the case of the Clancy Brothers, later on then with more complex, as in the case of Planksty and the Bothy Band and several other groups. What do you think of, of this whole departure from the old way of singing unaccompanied? Well, you see, you have, you have as we often talk about, the purists, and really it's, it's a terrible term to apply to anybody. I think really the purist is only the person who likes to hear his music in the way he wants to hear it. I don't think there's such... I think everybody's purist in their own bloody way. The, uh, I have no, no hang-up, whatever, on using traditional material any way at all. I think you can use... Traditional music with a Moog synthesizer, you can use it with, with any electronic instrument, you can even use the way you use it, Mick. But <laughs> Even that way. Well, I try to copy but, you as much as possible. <laughs> but the... Uh, I, I, I'm not worried about the tradition. I think the tradition has a, a, a way of selection. It has a method of selection. And it's only with, um, in among the people that the tradition survives. The tradition... If something is true to the tradition I think if it means enough to the people it will be held irrespective of what anybody else says about it you can't write into the tradition songs you can't say I'm writing this song that will go into the tradition if it means enough to the people it will be held if the music means enough it will be held if that method of interpretation means enough it will be held but you're saying the people Frank it's really only a small a small group of people that are involved the singers and the musicians themselves not the general audience I mean this kind of singing that you do and the situations you do it in it's not usually for the general public like you've told me many times that most of your memorable singing evenings have been maybe one or two or three people singing for hours or hours in a in a, in a in a drawing room, somebody's kitchen, you know. Uh, so I would have to say there, just by way of uh, uh, not really much of disagreeing, but of kind of refining the notion a bit, uh, that, uh, that it's really only a small group of people who determined uh, it. Honourable, let me put it to you this way. I think it may be... I don't think it's a small bunch of people, Mick. What, you, what people seem to think is that radio is important. It's not, as regards the tradition. And I don't think that public acclaim is important. I don't think that a public audience is important, you know, a wide audience. I think one sings in the tradition for one's own satisfaction. Songs were created for one's own satisfaction to, to express something or other. Now, the Clancy Brothers, you mentioned, the Clancy Brothers were huge and brought out to an audience a, a tradition of songs that they weren't aware of, the people, that the people in Ireland weren't aware of this hidden tradition. Now, the Clancy's brought out this, this uh, to a wider audience, but the Clancy Brothers are gone. Now, if a, the people that, that were there before the Clancy Brothers are still singing, the Clancy Brothers were a phenomenon. The same as the Body Bands, the Plank, Planksty, uh, named the Clannad, made the Horse Lips, which started to uh, play it in a more contemporary fashion. Uh, even the Chieftains. Will the Chieftains survive in it? I don't know, because I don't think that group playing is, is part of our tradition to start with. 
Yeah, and but things change, you know, and, and Ireland, of course, has uh, experienced more modernization in the last two decades than it had in a century before that, so things do change. I, things, I, what things, I see is things exist, is, is different traditions, different ways of doing things existing side by side. That's what I really see. Right, but, but, but what I'm saying to you is that what was there before will be yeah. there after.
Pandy Corporation with the song Polly Vaughan, which I have featured on a Fire Drawn Air bonus episode in the past, and the featured singer was a guest called Sive. Thanks a million to Tim for passing that on. He also informed me that the bird song is actually Anne Briggs' version with the vocal pitched up. Very cool. So that song came out in 2014. Um, Pandy Corporation came from Giva in County Sligo, but operated out of Dublin. I'm not sure if they're still operating or not. Maybe someone could let me know. Before that was Frank Hart and Mick Maloney in conversation. And I'm very thankful to Daniel Neely for sending that on. I think I was quite surprised to hear Frank's take on the tradition. I didn't think he would be so open to modern interpretations of traditional music, but this things he's saying I mean very very much in line with how I view the whole thing um, it was very interesting to hear and comes at quite an auspicious time as there's a number of debates raging on Facebook at the moment all about whether Lancome are or are not traditional music or folk music um, I don't really care one way or the other what people think but it's interesting to hear what they're all saying um, they are on a forum called the Ballad Tree it's like a group on Facebook if you want to check that out. Um, there is a lot of posts, so so you have to be willing to give your time to it. Um, <laughs> but whatever, the internet's gas sometimes. Next up, I want to play a track from an album called The Magic of Rodopa Mountain, which was sent on by Thomas George Haw. Um, Thomas has sent on some great music to me over the last couple of months, not in the least his own music, but this was a really great one. It came out in 1996. It's from Bulgaria, and the artist is called Sestri Kushlevi, and the track is called Daznesh Maisho, Daznesh, and that translates as If You Only Knew, Mother. This is Sestri Kushlevi. Das meine 
and that was the most amazing Andy the Doorbum with a track called Little Deaths, The Dirge of Renewal. And that was released on an album last month called Of Tears, No Amount Can Quench Mouths Maimed by Drought. Andy's work is absolutely amazing. He needs no introduction here. I've played him a number of times on the show, but he's been a really, really great friend and inspiration to me over the years. I would encourage everybody to check out that album, no matter what kind of music you're into. It's just really, really impressive, really amazing songwriting, brilliant instrumentation. I just think the man is a genius. You should just get that album. I don't know how to express that strongly enough. (laughs) Up next is a track from Dulce Drone, based in Belfast. It's essentially one man, Ian Pearce, and this track is called Winter Bracken.
My darling, remember that the dawn will be mine if I stay. Tis far better to part, though it's hard than to rot in the prison. Down to rot in the prison So softly he kissed her pale lips Twas the same story over and And you know that I must go a storm As morning the police are watching And you know that I must go a In a day now I'll be over the mountain There'll be time enough left for to cry So good night and God guard you forever And write to me won't you goodbye Good night and God guide you forever.
For he never saw locks, he never saw lies He never murdered any He stole sixteen of the king's white deer All for to feed his family And when she came into the king's hall There were lords and ladies plenty down on her knees she did fall To beg for the life of a Geordie Saying six pretty babes that I buy him Another one lies in my body And I would part with each one of them If you give to me my Geordie For he never stole a lock he never stole us He never murdered any He stole sixteen of the king's white deer All for to feed his family He looked over his left shoulder, he says I am sorry for thee The fair pretty maid you've come too late For he's been condemned already Well, me Geordie will be hung in chains of gold Such chains as never any Because he came of the royal blood And he courted her And I wish I was in yonder grove Where times I have been many My broadsword and my pistol too Would fight you for the life of Jody For he never stole ox, he never stole us He never murdered any He stole sixteen of the king's white deer Afford to feed this family all He never stole ox, no, he never stole ox He never murdered any He stole sixteen of the king's wild deer Afford to feed this family Afford to feed this family Afford And that was Neve Berry and Joe Potter, a.k.a. Of The Clay, on a recording that came out in 2018. The song was, of course, Geordie. Now, I'm not sure what the current status of Of The Clay is, but Neve Berry, I know, has recently signed to Clada. Uh, so keep an eye out for an album there. She's really, really amazing. 
Before that was another song about trouble with the law, this one by John Francis Flynn and it comes from his recently released album Look Over the Wall, See the Sky which has received amazing praise and it's really great to see. Um, he wrote in the notes about the song, obviously it comes from the Pogues album Red Roses for me, but he talked about how he met Spider Stacy when he was playing with us in Paris and after that um, Spider got back to him and he said he had asked Shane McGowan's sister Siobhan about the song and she said the only thing I know is the same as Shane that the song came from mum who heard it at the Commons sung by Uncle Mikey who was their grandmother's brother. So probably the song was being sung in farmhouses in Tipperary about a hundred years ago or more. And that's that's all we know about it. I don't think the song has really like popped up anywhere else. I think if you hear somebody singing it, their version most likely goes back to the Pogues recording from 1984 on Red Roses For Me. As John says in his notes about traditional songs, they'll outlive us all, but some part of us lives on with them as long as someone is singing. We're connecting with something much greater than ourselves when we sing. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show. I know it was a long time coming. I really hope it was worth the wait. Um, There are no more gruelling tour schedules over the next while. I've got some One Leg One Eye solo shows coming up. There's some Lancome gigs coming up. There's other bits and pieces, but I'm going to be at home for a lot of the time. So luckily I can get back to my fire drawn air routine. Um... Um, my stomach is grumbling I think it's time to get up and eat some food it's currently quarter to twelve on Christmas morning I'm going to mix this and try and get it out today really hope you're keeping well out there the world seems really grim at the moment and to be honest I'm, I've am i been feeling really down lately just on a day to day basis just witnessing what's going on in Palestine it's very very hard to watch and really hard to believe that even now, as we're sitting down with our families to enjoy Christmas, there's innocent people being blown to bits. It's really grim. And I don't know what else to say other than I hope everyone out there is doing whatever they can to help bring an end to this genocide and displacement of the people of Gaza. That's my Christmas wish. But I think that's it for now. Um, I hope you all have... A lovely day, despite everything that's going on in the world. I hope you can manage to come together with your families and find love and find healing. I hope you all take care of each other out there, because shit is fucking grim at the moment. Um, But I wish you all the best, and I will see you out there somewhere in the meantime, I'm sure. Until then, take care of yourselves, and good luck.
Diddle, 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 diddle